Welcome back. I hate you. I'm sorry. To Conspiracy Snacks in Tinfoil Hats. I'm Avalon Gubernick. And I'm Cool Ranch Connor. That's actually a cool nickname. Thank <laughs> if you're you. ever a rapper, you should be Cool Ranch Connor. <laughs> Thank you. I just came up with it as I'm eating. We'll talk about what I'm eating. And on this week's episode, we will be discussing the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, wait. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited. Okay. So grab your snacks and your tinfoil hats. Yeet skirt. Hello, everyone. Um, Connor, how are you? Um, I'm good. I'm still, like, heck of stress, but finals are tomorrow, and a lot of that stress will be gone. Are you taking, like, all of them tomorrow, and then you're done? Yeah, I have to take three tomorrow. Online, or? Yeah, they're all online. No, they're all online. I have to take them tomorrow. I mean, I don't have to take them tomorrow. I could take them throughout the week. But tomorrow's my day off, and Saturday's my day off, and that's my only days off until I fly home Christmas Eve. Ew. And I just did six days on, so. Connor, you work too much. I know. It's a problem. How are you, though, college grad? I am just, ugh. I graduated college this weekend, and I feel... You'd think I would feel less stressed, but let me tell you, I am not. I mean, it's nice not having to worry about, like, homework. Ever going to class again. Or ever learning ever again. I think I've decided I don't want to do grad school, so (laughs) there's that. Okay, okay. But yeah, now the new stress is just finding a job, which I spent hours doing today and found some things that I'm interested in, so we'll see. But yeah. It's nice. It feels, I feel accomplished. Good. I'm so proud of you. Very proud of myself because it was hard. And you ended up with a 99.69 in a class. Okay, in one class. That's better than I think I've ever gotten in a class, so. Okay, but that class was like super easy. Okay, Okay. But. But yeah, I'm happy and I'm almost done with my job, which I hate. We have, have like 16 days until we fly to Hawaii. Oh, yeah, I'm from here on out. It's like good. I have like a week and a half. No, not even a week, like a week left of work and I can get through that. And then it's like Christmas and family. And then I go to Hawaii. So Hells yeah. Hails I'm excited. Let's go. But yeah. Um, um, we're bringing our microphones and I'm bringing the other microphones and we're going to have a, f- a we're going to have a four away. A four away. Well, I knew we were already going to do that. <laughs> we're also going to record. We're also going to record the four of us. 
Um, that would be super fun. I'm so down. I'll bring my microphone. We, we should do one together. We should work on it together and, argue and do them. it <gasps> to Tyler and Jordan. That's what we're yes, doing. Yes, absolutely. We'll talk to them about it. That sounds amazing. No, we're just I wanted to. I wanted today's episode to be, I wanted to do one with Harley, but I just didn't have time to like coordinate it. But Oh, this is the one we'll you wanted to, to do, do with Harley? Soon. No, I oh, wanted to do a no. different one with Harley. Did you tell me the one you wanted to do with Harley? Yeah, I did. What was it? But we'll keep it a secret. I don't remember what it was because Harley was going to tell me. And I was like, I think everyone kept it a secret. It was the um, the laundromats or mattress stores being fronts for money laundering. Oh, you didn't tell it's me It's a that. good one. It's a good one. That's a real one. I don't know why it's a good one. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Do you have anything else? No, I'm ready. I want to hear about the Bermuda Try- oh wait what's oh You're- guess who doesn't have a snack this week no Avalon, i'll make a snack because soft. i didn't i didn't open my advent calendar today so that will be my snack for today well let's talk about my snack first because it's better i okay, have go. doritos because you said i needed something that's a triangle uh-huh. and then i also got diet caffeine free coke because i really wanted some diet coke but i'm also it's also midnight i just ate my 12th chocolate on my advent calendar and was in the shape of a Christmas tree. That's kind of triangle Yeah. It's there made of triangles. On theme. Mm-hmm. Okay, are we ready? I need to take a drink. Snack break. Okay. I think we should start calling... We need, like, some kind of, like fun music in while we're and that's why we drink whenever oh. they like trying to figure something out they always say elevator music like if they're like gonna look something up and then they play like 10 seconds or like three seconds of elevator music I but we should that. have snack breaks when we're chewing because there's sometimes where i'm like talking and i'm like i really want to chew but i yeah. know it's annoying yeah we should do so that. like when you're presenting when you like want to have a snack you're like okay i need a snack break <gasps> yeah, we need to implement that. Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll find royalty free music. Yeah, we need to find like a weird <laughs> tune. Okay, or sorry. We, or we'll just it will be us singing. We'll just be like do, snacks. Do, do, do. I love snacks. We're gonna do the Wii Sports music. Do 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 do. We can't get copyrighted if it's just us singing, right? No, because we're not singing on tune, right? <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Are we ready? Yes. Bermuda Triangle. So we're going to get into the history before we get into the theories, because what's a theory without history? I hated that. Okay. A conspiracy? Conspiracy. history. I'm tired. Okay, Bermuda Shut Triangle. Up. That was awful. <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle, aka the Devil's Triangle, mm. is a region in the western part of the northern Atlantic Ocean where a number of aircraft and ships are said to have disappeared mysteriously. So because of these mysterious disappearances, it's become known as the Bermuda Triangle. 
Um, the boundaries of this triangle are Miami, San Juan, which is in Puerto Rico, and then Bermuda. So those are the three points okay. of the triangle. Um, these aren't actually like universally agreed upon though. Um, the ranges of the Bermuda Triangle, like the area ranges everywhere from 500,000 to a million square miles. So there isn't like exact, this is the Bermuda Triangle. Also fun fact. So it's kind of like a giant circle, but those are usually the three points designated to the. Yeah. Okay. Um, also fun fact. Bermuda Triangle doesn't appear on any world maps, and the U.S. Board on Geographic Names does not recognize it as an official region of the Atlantic Ocean. So it's just like pop culture kind of a thing. It's not actual, like, this is the Bermuda Triangle. So It's actually pretty rad. Good for it. Yeah, it's got good reputation. Everyone knows what it is. So, this area is actually one of the most heavily traveled shipping lanes in the world. Um, Ships are frequently crossing through it to get to ports in the U.S., Europe, and the Caribbean. So, it's not like this piece of the sea that no one goes through. Like, you have to go through it to get places. Um, Also, it's not just like transport ships, but also cruise ships go through it. Private boats sail through it. Um, commercial and private airplanes also fly over it all the time. So it's not like this taboo place that we don't go to. Okay, um, this is really off topic. But yeah. one of my like biggest fears, you know like rich people with like yachts? Mm-hmm. I, it is terrifying to me that people can just like buy a boat and just like drive off into the ocean. Why? Because like that's just, you have to I get a know. boating license. No, I know. But, like, you can just drive off into the ocean. You could try to drive to the, uh, like, to another continent. You yeah. probably, most boats probably don't have enough gas. But, like, you could just do that. Why is that scary? I don't know. Because, like, I just picture, like, me being like, I'm going to drive to Europe. And then you get to the middle of the ocean. You run out of gas. And then you're just, you're dead. <laughs> That ocean is going to kill you. Absolutely terrifying. I mean, usually people that go on, like, excursions like that are prepared, though. They're not just, like, one day spontaneously are like, I'm going to go boating to Europe. I know, but it's almost more terrifying that someone could do that. I mean, driving, is driving not scary? No, because... You, your car dies, you're probably going to run into someone. Out in the water, you're fish food. That's true. That's true. Fair enough. I'm just saying, biggest fear. Trapped in boats. the ocean, not moving. <laughs> My biggest fear is being ocean. lost it, at sea. Yeah. Like, I, I don't that's... like deep ocean or Ew, open no. ocean. <laughs> As we're like, can't wait to go to Hawaii and okay, go swimming. Okay, but... I don't go far into the abyss. I know. Okay, sorry. This is totally off topic. Let's continue. No, it's it's fine. Um, wait, wait, wait. Then you're going to hate this episode because it's all about people disappearing in the ocean. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> We're on our way there. It's 12, 12 my time is when we would normally do it. True. It's something, something happens after midnight. I God get goes away. 
that's what it is. God has forsaken us after midnight, and so I get funnier. <laughs> So, God be with you till midnight. And then Satan takes over. Satan takes over after then. I like this song. Thank you. I'm going to ask for it to be in a hymn book for the church. I want it at my funeral. Okay, deal. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. May I continue? Yes, please. So, we talked about it's people go through it all the time. So, um, pop culture is basically the reason that it has its name and is well known because pop culture is the one who attributes it to like paranormal activity and aliens, which we'll get to later. So, now we're going to discuss incidents that have happened in the Bermuda Triangle. So, just to start off, there's no exact number of ships and airplanes that have disappeared. They don't have a number. 74. That scared me. I thought that was, like, a random person in your house. <laughs> Sorry. Um, they estimate around 50 ships and 20 airplanes. That's just Did one I estimate not say I saw. 74? 50 ships? Damn. Wow. Damn. I I'm good. I was doing this research downstairs and my family's getting mad because they wanted me to play games and I was like, Hold on, I'm doing research and I was like, Do any of you have fun facts about the Bermuda Triangle? And Charlie, who's my sister, she is seven, she goes, Um, approximately a hundred ships are swallowed up by the Bermuda Triangle every year. And I was like, I don't think that's true. <laughs> but thank you. Fact. So I almost wrote that, and I almost, like, corrected the Wikipedia page, but I didn't. You should have. So, yeah, they don't know, but that's the rough es- estimate. So, 1942. What happened in 1942, Connor? If you don't know this, you're dumb. Isn't that the year Danny DeVito was born? <laughs> Wait, not 1942. <laughs> I meant 18. Wait, when did Christopher Columbus get to America? (laughs) That was like 1692 or something. I hope you have 1942. (laughs) That Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1942. Wait, Christopher Columbus. (laughs) Someone look up. I say someone like it's not just me and you. Christopher Columbus. Sailed the ocean blue. Um, 1492. I'm dyslexic. I just switched those numbers. I Well, I said 1692. That wasn't any better. When was Danny DeVito born? It's not 1942. 1944. You... <gasps> How do you know me. that? <laughs> why do you know that? <laughs> Okay, 1492, Christopher Columbus. How? Because there literally was things when everyone was into the whole boomer thing. They were like, we love Dana DeVito because he's outside the boomer age rings. He's like older than boomer. And they're like, this is why Danny DeVito's not problematic. (laughs) True. Okay, so not 1942, 1492, Christopher Columbus. He sailed ocean blue. 
You're Excuse off by me. only a short 500 years. <laughs> yeah. Not that big of a deal. Um, so, basically, people said he reported noticing a bunch of odd occurrences with his compasses while in the Bermuda Triangle. He saw mysterious lights over the water, and the seas were extremely choppy in this area. Um, and he even said he saw a fireball in the sky that Dragons. eventually crashed into the ocean. So... This just checks out that it's been happening for a while. It's not just a modern Wanna day theory. Want to know my theory. theory? No. Oh. I'm just kidding. What? I think it was the Soviets. I think this no. was Cold Keep them War out of this. prior, and they were doing <laughs> nuclear testing back in 1492 off the coast of Oh, the yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. In 1492. Yeah. Atomic okay. bombs. That's a good theory. We'll, we'll recognize it. So, that happened. First suggestion of unusual disappearances in the Bermuda area was September 17th, 1950. Um, it was published in the Miami Herald by Edward Van Winkle Jones. Which, Van Winkle is the best name ever, by Mr. the way. Mr. Jones. No, Van Winkle. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of after Columbus. This is the first time people kind of heard of it. Then 1964 is the first time the term Bermuda Triangle was used. Um, it was, like, used in many articles in Time Magazine, blah, 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 to kind of discuss these odd disappearance disappearances. So, now we're going to get into, like, specific instances. So, March 4th, 1918. That's my birthday. Um... Not 1918, but March 4th. You're older than Danny DeVito. <laughs> I'm actually his mother. You. I wish. <laughs> okay. USS Cyclops was a U.S. Navy ship that mysteriously disappeared. And this incident is the largest loss of life in the history of the U.S. Navy that wasn't related to combat. So the boat and a crew of 309 men went missing um, a little north of Barbados. Which, 309 people, that's a lot of people. And they just all disappeared. Like, no that's bodies were people. found. That's only like 0.0000% of our population. F you. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. At the anti-maskers. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Um... But yeah, so it's kind of crazy that that many people and like a big boat went missing and nothing was found. So the cap the even more suspicious thing is the captain never sent out a distress signal and nobody ad- nobody aboard answered any radio calls coming from other ships in that same vicinity. So like they weren't in distress or like calling for emergency like we need help. Um which makes it weird. Um, their sister ships, which were the Proteus and Nereus, Nereus, were also lost during World War II in the same way, just disappeared. And I guess a fact related to all three was they were transporting heavy loads of metallic ore. I don't know what relevance that has to the story, but I put it there. Um, but yeah, so all three of those disappeared. That was like the first main 
story. So, next, December 28th, 1948, DC-3, which was an airplane, disappeared, including um, 26 people that were on board, um, and they disappeared 50 miles from its destination, which was Florida. Um, the this plane sent out a final radio call saying it was approaching its destination, but then it was never heard or seen from again. Like Malaysia flight, what was it? 341? 337. Like, three something, seven. What was seven? I'm pretty <clears throat> sure it's 341, but okay. Um, but yeah, it just disappeared. Weird. Okay, next one. October 1951. Southern Districts, which was the name of a ship, disappeared after being seen near the Bermuda Triangle. And then in 1955, four years later, a life vest from the ship was discovered on the Florida coast. So that's the only, like, remains that they found of that ship as well. Okay. 370. 370? Oh. Okay. <laughs> December 22nd, 1967. Witchcraft. That is the name of the I ship. Love, oh. <laughs> I thought we were going to get actually into some like summoning. I lighted some candles so we can summon. Oh, of course. We can summon the spirits that died in these cra- incidents and we can ask and them. Ask them what happened. <gasps> spirits, are you with us tonight? Fucking right, I am. <laughs> I don't know why you like that one so much. It's so funny. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Witchcraft was a 23-foot cabin cruiser, which was supposed to be unsinkable. Um, but, apparently, it was not because it disappeared with its two passengers. Um, one of these passengers Wait. was Dan Brock, who was a very experienced sailor. Do you have a question? It was 20, I guess, never mind. 23 23. feet. Okay, yeah, that's not that big. That's not big. It was like a smaller one. Sorry, I had to think about it, okay? Okay, so this ship specifically was built. How is that unsinkable? Okay, listen. You 27 people on it, and it would There wasn't 27 people, there was two. I know, I'm saying if you put 27 people on it, it would sink. How is it under? I'm about to go over the mechanics of this boat, Okay. So this boat had a flotation device in the hull of the ship, which should have allowed at least part of the boat to stay afloat, even if it was filled with water. So it was built to, even if it was full of water and sinking, it would not sink. Like, part of it would stay afloat. How does that work? I don't know. They showed me a video, but I didn't really care. Yeah, I don't care either. But just know that it was built to... To not sink. Well, obviously it didn't work. No, listen. We we don't know if it sank. So, apparently, Barack, not Obama, um, he called the Florida coast saying they hit something and they needed someone to tow them back to shore. But he was very calm and didn't say anything like, the ship is sinking. He just probably ran into problems. So... They sent the Coast Guard to go rescue them and tow their boat. But when they got there, the boat and the passengers were nowhere to be found and never seen again. Because it sunk. No. Aliens. It's right, it's right down there next to the Titanic. Um, 
Yep. So, December 5th. I think this is the last one I have. Yes. Okay, December ever, 5th. Huh? Have you ever seen the Scooby-Doo episode with the green guy in the... He's not green, but he yes. has yes. the suit. And they see, like, the, the shipyard, the ship graveyard or whatever. I just thought of that. Did Sorry. you ever play the Scooby-Doo game on the PS2? Oh, yes, that game used to piss me off because I couldn't do it. <laughs> it was hard. Me and Kaylee used to play it, and we got stuck on one level, and then we rediscovered it, like, a year ago, and we're like, we're older. We could probably beat it now. It literally was still super hard, and I couldn't. Wait, I, can I come play it? <laughs> yeah. I'll steal it from Kaylee's house. I that game. <gasps> okay. Sorry. It's a good one. And you, like, eat the Scooby snacks, and yeah, yeah. it's good. Um... I don't know why we're talking about Scooby. Oh, <laughs> okay. December fifth. This is the last um, incident, and I think is the most spoopy. Um, December fifth, nineteen forty-five. Um, this was the incident of Flight Nineteen. So, Flight Nineteen was a group of five U.S. Navy gunmen. And they were in TBM Avenger Torpedo Bombers. Don't ask me what that is. But, um, so these, I guess, these planes, um, were nicknamed Ironbirds because they were known to be extremely durable because they were supposed to, like, go out in combat and be able to withstand missiles and torpedoes or whatever. So... There's five guys in these planes. They were going on a routine training mission and they left from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And they did all their things. They checked their planes. Everything was good. The weather was supposed to be nice and favorable. It was all good. So they take off and Charles Taylor, which was one of the pilots, he was a U.S. Navy lieutenant. Taylor came third. We know no okay so he got lost in the triangle and was saying that all their compasses were failing and they were getting lost so an emergency message was picked up by a control tower that said this is charles taylor's quote he says we can't find west everything is wrong we can't be sure of any direction everything looks strange even the ocean suspicious so they're like what the heck is happening 20 minutes later he sent out another transmission which was to be his last he said quote we can't make out anything we think we may be about 225 miles northeast of base it looks like we are entering white water we are completely lost and then after this transmission they didn't hear anything else and they sent a pbm mariner flying boat um, to go rescue them, but, and they radioed the control tower, huh? Oh, okay, so they, they went out on rescue, and they radioed the control tower to kind of, like, tell them what was going on, but then, uh, after that, they disappeared as well, so all these planes disappeared without a trace, um, no, like, physical evidence of their, like, wreckage or whatever, and in the final report, the Navy said, quote we are not even able to make a good guess as to what happened which i think is like scary that the navy's like i don't know dude 
They just disappeared. They're like, I don't know. Like, they're not even like, maybe they crashed. They're like, nope. They just are gone. And I just think, okay, because you keep saying, like, they crashed. They crashed. They sank. But, like, there would be evidence of that, you know? Because, like. They sank. But, like, it's not like these rescue boats are going out days after. Like, they're going, like, 20 minutes after. Because they sink, like, 50 miles away from the coast. And so, these boats are getting there fast. So, they should be able to see, like. Yeah, but where are the people then? Like, they have life vests and life preservers. They they should be floating. It's just just a little shady. So... I'm not going to go over the debunking. I'll do that later. Okay. Now, are you ready for the conspiracies? Yes. Do you want me to do the logical ones first or the the fun ones? Um, do the logical ones first. I'll save the fun ones for last. Okay. So, uh, natural explanations for this. So, the compass variation. So, in all of these incidents... They were like, we got lost because the compasses were being all whack and blah, blah, blah. So, um, some people think that there are unusual local magnetic anomalies that may exist in this area, but they have not been proven. Like, no one can prove that it's, like, weird in there. Um... And so, the logical explanation is that compasses have natural magnetic variations in relation to magnetic poles. And so, like, on the compass, there's true north, but then there's also, like, the north. Magnetic north. Magnetic north. Um, So, it's natural that in an area of this size that this compass would change. Like, they're not, if they line up, it's going to cause problems. And so... Um, the logical thing is, like, it's not just acting up out of nowhere. It's because of this, like, magnetic energy or whatever. So, next one. (laughs) Gulf Stream. So, the Gulf Stream is this major surface current. Um, it's driven by thermo... Thermohaline? Thermohaline? I don't know. Do you even know what you're talking about? No. Thermohaline circulation that starts in the Gulf of Mexico and then it flows to the Straits of Florida into the North Atlantic. So it's this, oh, my earring, this oceanic current. Um, Basically, what Nemo and Dory hop into, but in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, basically, it's like a river within the ocean and it just carries floating objects. And so this would explain how a small plane that like landed in the water or a boat having engine trouble can be carried away from its current position. So, like, the reason that when the rescue boat's there, no one's there is because the stream, like, takes them away super fast. fast. Yeah. Yeah. So, they probably sink super far away from the site that they're looking. Um, Another is just human error. People can be dumb, crash, get lost. That's a logical explanation. Um, Violent weather. So, in this area, it is known to have hurricanes. Um, The wind is very strong in this area, which can cause ships to capsize and sink. And 
during very unstable weather conditions, the downburst of cold air can hit the surface like a bomb, exploding outward like a giant squall line of wind and water. That's a quote from Wikipedia. I was going to say, wow, that was really good. Right. Um, also, water spouts, which is like a water tornado, um, and deep water trenches. So, like, if a boat sinks, it could just sink really deep where people can't see it. That's what I think it is. Um, the last logical explanation is methane hydrates. Is meth. Meth. <laughs> meth heads. They're methane hydrates. Meth. Also, most of my information is from Wikipedia. Some is from BuzzFeed Unsolved. Um, oh. So, this part is from Wikipedia. So, an explanation for some of the disappearance disappearances has focused on the presence of large fields of methane hydrates lab experiments carried out in australia have proven that bubbles can like these methane bubbles can sink a scale model ship because they decrease the density of the water um and then like we said any wreckage from this like sinking um would be swept away from the gulf stream (laughs) um also there's these things called mud volcanoes which are just periodic methane eruptions they can produce regions of frothy water um that are no longer capable of providing adequate buoyancy for ships so they would sink rapidly without warning what the white water that that one quote said he was headed to yeah so it causes water that doesn't allow you to float anymore so that to me is like the out of the natural explanations that one i'm like well okay i can't get behind that but it's also from australia and we all know australia isn't real so like how much can we trust what they say shut up (laughs) okay wait are you ready for the um parent or the cool ones yes okay paranormal explanations so one explanation pins the blame on leftover technology from atlantis (gasps) (gasps) so um this this man named charles berlitz he basically hypothesized that atlantis was actually a victim of bermuda triangle and that it caused it to sink, and now that's why Atlantis just resides and thrives under the sea. They're just having a grand old time, and some people even believe that the people that are lost in these, like, wreckages um, and disappearances them. just become, yeah, residents Atlantis. and inhabitants of Atlantis. I love that. Yeah, and here's a quote. While the ruined temples now play host to multi underwater creatures the great atlantean fire crystals that once provided so much of the tremendous power and energy that was found in atlantis still exist and so maybe like the crystals from atlantis are causing them to sink or what i got from that quote is i'm like i'm imagining those freaking creepy ass things from harry potter 4 that are under the water and like drag you down that is what i'm imagining they're like join atlantis come with us yeah like evil atlantean 
beasts. Where our voices yeah. Are. I don't know. <laughs> that is exactly the words. Don't pretend like you don't know them. No, but I don't know the tune. That is the tune. <laughs> no, I was off, but I was close, but it was not good. Uh huh. <laughs> but yeah. The actual tune. What? Nothing. Continue. But yeah, that's one theory. Atlantis. Um, next, your favorite aliens. Yes. Don't even talk so, about anything else. This is it. So, um, some people suggest that this area is like their gathering station where they capture people, ships, and aircrafts to conduct research. This so is where like, they steal the technology to know how advanced we are. Yeah. So they just pick us off in the Bermuda Triangle. Um, it also can be a portal for the aliens. To travel to and from our planet. Interdimensional aliens? Mm-hmm. <gasps> I love that more. Um, some suggest that there is a secret U.S. Navy base in Bermuda mm. that is linked to aquatic alien activity. And it has been mm. called Underwater Area 51. Okay, wait. Wait. Mm-hmm. I like this one. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> because we know the United States would go through some shady stuff to hide up an underwater base. Not even underwater, like. Underwater Area 51? Hello? Even if it was above water, like, they would shoot down planes. They would, like, mess with. Maybe that's where Flight 370 went. Excuse no, that me, was that in was Malaysia, the- though. <laughs> It's like that was the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> We're on the other side of the world. Whatever. But yeah, like they're, if people get too close, they're like, pew, pew. Now yeah. you're a test subject. Honestly, probably. Or they use we them think as that bait. The aliens are probing them, but really it's just <gasps> the, the Americans. We're a bunch of perverts. <laughs> this is where <laughs> Bill Clinton's, um, Jeffrey Epstein's island, this is where Bill Clinton's island is. This is where they get there. Bill Clinton has his island where he just probes people. Ew, he would. Him and Hillary, they totally would. Ew, I bet Hillary, ew. Hillary probably is the one that does it and Bill just watches. Ew. Sorry. Okay, let's move on. Before. Just imagine getting probed by Hillary Clinton. I'm gonna... Continue. We need to move on. Okay. This is the last thing about the aliens. Just kind of, I guess, evidence. But October 2014, there was two separate passengers on a carnival cruise ship that reported seeing a UFO flying over the ship in daylight. And there's footage of it. I looked it up. It was very crappy footage. So I don't believe it. <laughs> They're like, look at this poorly made taken on the NV3 phone footage yeah literally i'm like this was 2014 they should have had an iphone yeah Yeah. (laughs) so aliens that's one explanation then the last fun one we have is a wormhole okay so it could be a space-time shortcut that could allow time travel which we know is a thing um (gasps) this what if it is that? And they just show up back in 1492. With, <laughs> they show up in 1992. 1942. 
1942. That's what he said. You just swapped the numbers. That's what you did. I know. I already said that. Oh. I said, I'm dyslexic. I swapped the numbers. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, that would be pretty rad. You're just like people, like all of a sudden you're going and then you're just in a different time. Maybe it's not underwater area 51. Maybe it's the Project Pegasus base. Oh. And that's one of the main portals. if you could go back to any time period, what would it be? My birth. Mine would be my death. Oh, wait. We've already talked about this. <laughs> we already talked about this. I said I would go Sorry. to my birth and I'd kill myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're cutting that out again. I think I cut it out of the last one. You did not cut it out of the last one. Did I not? I think I think I did. Okay, anyways. Moving on. Jeez. Who am I tonight? So, um, this would explain how some ships just disappear without a trace because they're just a portal. Um, also, apparently travel times throughout this region are unpredictable. Like, you don't know how long it's going to take you, which I think is weird. Um, this is an experience that I thought was cool. This guy named Bruce Gurnan, who was a flight instructor, he said he escaped an incident in the Bermuda Triangle And he described it as an electronic fog where he couldn't see, like it was just foggy and his compasses failed. So he was lost. Um, And then finally he was able to get his radio to work again. And he was informed that he was over Miami. And so he checked his watch to see how long he was lost. And apparently 40 minutes had passed from like when it first started. But... The distance that he had traveled was comparable to 90 minutes of flight. So, time gap? Portal? We don't know. Well, if we think about Greek mythology, we (laughs) know that when the Greek gods overthrew their parents, the the Titans, they threw them all into a massive pit called Tartarus. I personally believe the Bring Me to Trial <laughs> Triangle is where Tataris is. And if we swim deep enough, we'll find the Titans. I fully support that theory. That's the Thank best you. one I've heard. Thank you. I'm not even going to say what my last one was. Oh, no, I really want to hear what your last one was. It's just literally a bullet. <laughs> it could also be a glitch of the simulation. <laughs> No, that one's lame. We're going back to... That's what I'm saying. I'm cutting that out and putting the freaking Titans. I That's a good one. Also, the fact that, that you know like, it's called Tataris, very impressive. Why is that? Have you never watched Hercules? I'm pretty sure they say it in Hercules. <laughs> I don't think they do. I was a Greek mythology nerd. I just read Percy Jackson. I was, I was too, but I don't remember that name. I wasn't into that part of the story. I liked, I don't know. I freaking was a hoe for Greek mythology, though. But you don't remember Tataris? No, I don't remember freaking. They all have weird ass names. How am I supposed to remember all of them? Who do you not remember? There's Zeus, Hera, Dionysus. Okay, I remember all the Greek gods, but freaking a pit? How am I supposed to remember what that's called? That's where I, I no, okay. I know that the Titans were thrown in a pit. I just don't know its name. I'm sorry. Fake fan, apparently. Um, but yeah, so those are all the theories, and then I just have these two little bullet points about like debunking them, I guess. So yeah. 
the main thing, like, everyone talks about how this area is, like, where everything disappears. Um, but... What? Oh, but actually... (laughs) Actually doesn't have a high incidence of disappearances. Like, there's no greater frequency of disappearances in this area than in any other region of the Atlantic Ocean. These are just the ones that are written about the most. Um, and documented evidence indicates that a significant percentage of the incidents were inaccurately reported or embellished by authors. So, like, basically, you can't always trust, but also, I believe it. I do, too. But yeah. Here's the thing. That's... I think something shady has to happen there because otherwise we wouldn't even think about the Bermuda Triangle. Like, it yeah, wouldn't be that's what I'm saying. So, like, something weird has to be going on there. Or maybe they want us to think that. I to divert that... our attention. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think... Out of all the natural explanations, the methane one makes the most sense to me. Out of all the, like, crazy ones. I like my Tataris theory. uh, That one is good, but I think it's, like, I could believe, not the aliens, I guess not the aliens, but, like, I could believe (laughs) that there's, like, an Area 51 type-ish base oh that is my go-to if i'm talking about like real life ones i think there's navy bases out there yeah but yeah that's the bermuda triangle i hope it was fun (laughs) it was i enjoyed it oh good i also enjoyed my cool ranch triangles my cool ranch triangles cool ranch connor cool ranch connor thank you nothing sounds cool with my name well thank you everyone for joining us today on this fabulous episode of conspiracy snacks and tinfoil hats avalon surely brought the thunder i don't know with this story (laughs) (laughs) if you would like to tell us your theories about this crazy weird scary bermuda triangle please email us at cstfhpodcast at gmail.com or you could DM us on one of our many social medias, Instagram at snacks and tinfoil hats, Twitter at cstfhp and Facebook with our group conspiracies, snacks and tinfoil hats. This has been Connor signing you out. And if I hate missing, you. If we, go, if we missing, go missing, Blame, Blame the Titans. The Titans. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs> I absolutely hated that. Eat skirt? Uh-huh. I'm a SoundCloud rapper. Okay, ready? Rate the quality of this crunch of this chip. Ready? There was a lot of, like, saliva in that one, so it was really good. <laughs> Ew. It wow. was like, I heard your spit. One more. You can delete this all out. Or not. I'll put it at the end. No, please don't. Ready? That was a good one. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs>
Thank you. Thank you.